Hello, everybody. Welcome to Arsenal X, the Xbox podcast here on the Boss Rush Network. I am your host, Corey Derrigan. Alongside me, as always, is the wise Wisconsinite, Mr. Jesse Douglas. Hey, How's oh, it go? Like when you said wide Wisconsinite, I thought you meant me. Sorry. Mm, no. I keep doing that. I keep doing that. <laughs> you're the... Uh, you're the motorcycle the athletic yeah motorcycling <laughs> footballer yeah footballer <laughs> yeah foot yeah, football sure we, yeah stoyjovic also joining us is that retro code eddie v hello everybody hmm every stoy since since you have the drink every time ed mentions nintendo you have to drink <laughs> i'm gonna have to get i'm gonna have to get another beer for that or like at least three Three more. You should have brought the whole twelve pack over. I sh- I really should have. <laughs> <laughs> How's everyone doing? Everybody have a good weekend. Yeah, I just started my vacation. So mm. uh, some of us don't get vacations, Ed. I what the? I had what are your vacation mine. plans? What do you got? For um, Eddie? So I, today I went to Indiana. Uh, went to go see my friend Larry. Uh, we went to Evil Chat and uh, got some good food because uh, I haven't been there in a while, in like two and a half years. Um, and like I'm pretty much cleaning, getting games and stuff done, and then testing some things out. Uh, and then Monday, uh, I'm sitting at the Jewish Church uh, for their New Year's uh, celebration. So those are my plans. Nice. Hmm. Very cool. Cool. Anybody else have I mean, a good weekend? I, I had a um, I got my first yellow card as a soccer coach on Saturday. Mm. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You're not a real I, coach until you get a red card, though, Stoy. I know. Yeah. I'm. I'm not getting there. I haven't gotten there yet. But uh, I've been coaching for about like 12 to 15 years now at this point. So, listen. You know, I referee made me mad. I had to say something very loudly to him. So. Yeah. It, wow. it wasn't anything crazy or anything wild. I didn't throw anything up in the air or do anything crazy, but yeah, you know, it's all right. I watched so. a I watched a Browns player punch the opposing team's coach today, so that was cool. Ooh, sick! Yeah. Well, <laughs> here's like the here's the thing. Player player got tackled. Browns player stepped on player. Coach pushed Browns player. Browns player punched coach. Gets ejected. Wow! Did the was, player get ejected. Or the, play, anything, the or? player got ejected. Coach didn't okay. get anything. Got it. Yeah, I must have missed that. Yeah, it was like it was early in the first quarter. It was like the third or fourth play of the game. <laughs> Ooh, that's <laughs> so, like way to begin. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I literally, I was, I was excited to watch Tennessee play. Turned it on. Just the, the, they looked. I just could tell that they just did not look good at all. Was this, so I went back to bed after watching about 15 minutes. Was this the first game for the season for everybody? Yeah. 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 And then I was going to say, I don't have to turn on the TV to watch Tennessee because Corey is the only 10 I see. Ooh. Here. <laughs> hmm. Better, better check your, uh, this monitor there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I did the same with green Bay with green Bay. I turned it on and I was just like, Nope. They're not going to win either and turned it off. <laughs> it went yeah, that'd, that'd be what it be. <laughs> well, it's just funny because I had said, yeah, I I'd, I'd just wish that they would have let Aaron Rodgers go. But everyone's like, no, man, this is going to be the year that he's going to play his best because he's got to look great before they get rid of him. I'm like, well, he really looked great today. 
Mm. <laughs> it's uh, no, now let's let, let's chill out. It's one game. The only thing you yeah, looked great at was game. that State Farm commercial I saw forty-seven times during the Browns game. Yeah. Oh wow! Mm. And that that amazing throw that he threw an interception did absolutely no Packer there. Before I uh, said, yeah, I guess I don't need to try to watch it again. <laughs> it be what it be. I know nothing about sports, everybody, so I can't contribute. Well, I was driving on, I was on the road driving. So. I was, wa- I mean, I was watching the Liverpool match this morning, and uh, and and F1 racing this morning. Oh, so it was actually a pretty eventful morning for me because F1, their race was in uh, Italy, and then of course naturally I was watching English Premier League this morning. So my sports happen in the morning while y'all guys party in the afternoon. So mm. nice. Well, yeah, one of the one of the guys from Liverpool got his ankle dislocated. Ooh. Pretty bad. It was a pretty bad fall. And then all of a sudden you see him go down and you see him grab his leg. And where you think his foot is, it's like the other way around. Hmm. So it was like, well, that's not right. That's like the it's like the Dak Prescott ankle or ankle fracture from last year. Uh, Yeah. Where it's like that ain't supposed to move like that. No. Mm. Mm. No, no, no. Mm. But yeah, um, that was my morning. Actually, uh, there was two of the best racers in F1 crashed. And one of the Max Verstappen, actually, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. His car literally went on top of Lewis Hamilton's car. Do you ever see the modern day F1 cars, how they have that ring around the driver's seat, the cockpit? Uh -uh. Yeah. And they have that big post right in the middle that reinforces that ring. Yeah, that ring literally saved Lewis Hamilton's life. If that ring wasn't there, he I, I, I yeah, he I think he'd be dead, or yeah. having suffering some severe cranial trauma. Mm. Oh wow, yeah. So it's 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 wild sports. Yeah, man, it's wild. Yeah. They're probably showing replays tonight of like all the uh, incidents that happened today. Oh yeah, for sure, hmm. for sure. Yeah. So. Though I'll be honest, I've been watching mostly like the 9/11 stuff today. I, I ended up watching a bunch of that just because. Way to, way to bring it down, Jesse. Way yeah, Jesse. Gosh. Yeah, way way to go. You know what I watched today for the fourth time was that Matrix trailer. Hell yeah! That movie looks good. Watched, dude, Friday night I watched the Matrix. Uh, no. Friday, I actually watched Shang-Chi. Last night, I ended up watching the first Matrix. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the first know. Matrix movie is so good. Yeah. I don't know about the Matrix trailer. You know what? I don't know about you. You know what, Eddie? You're not on this podcast anymore. Go back to Power Block. You're done. Yeah, go back to your other podcast. No, it feels a little bit more of like John Wick. Like, I was getting a lot of John Wick vibes from it. Was it's it just because hair? Keanu Reeves has a beard Probably. and long hair. <laughs> Shooting guns. Part of that... <laughs> Part of that horror movie that I watched ends up like John Wick at the so, end too. <laughs> you, guys, you guys can tell there's a lot of Xbox news this week. So is that yeah. is the is the the black guy in the trailer? Is he supposed to be a young Morpheus? It, did they recast Morpheus? Is that what they're doing? No, Morpheus is dead. I know that from the Matrix Online. That you know, yeah. whatever, stupid. And they consider, yeah, they who they who, who is this guy? Who is I don't this know. Guy? I'm the only I'm the only one of us who hasn't seen it yet at all. Oh my gosh! Watch uh, it, Tracy. I think it's the new, I think he's just a new a new character to the movie. Universe. I don't know. I think it's Morpheus. 
Well, that's why that's why I'm kind of curious about because we, as we all know, spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen the Matrix trilogy. Mm. Um, yeah, that the sixteen-year-old uh, trilogy. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I mean, you should have seen it by now. Anyway, the um, uh, the the Matrix has gone through six iterations, so I'm wondering if this is like the seventh or something like that. Yeah, I wonder if that cho- the choice he made at the end of the third movie changed the way the Matrix reconstructs itself. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of wondering too. Mm-hmm. But like he didn't, he like he made a deal with the machines mm-hmm. to where he's still in the program and Trinity is still in the program or something like that. And then that's why only those two characters returned. Mm-hmm. I think the Morvigian, the, the yeah, he's coming back. And I don't know. I, I thought I saw heard one more character was coming back too. Yeah. Are they are they planning to re-release the trilogy like 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 4K or anything? They already they already, already have. Is. Yeah, oh, they have they it. have that big box set with the three movies and then the Animatrix. Animatrix, okay. Yep. Mm. I wonder if they're gonna do a second Animatrix because of the new Matrix movie. It wouldn't surprise me, especially because like Halo did it, Star Wars just did it. Like it's mm. getting, it's mm. becoming more popular to do things like that. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of doubled down with this. And yeah, mm. even like I, an even like a animated series would be kind of cool. Yeah. Like uh, like Castlevania on Netflix, they could do like a Matrix one. That'd be cool to like mm-hmm. kind of explain what maybe what happens in between the movies. Uh-huh. That'd be cool. Yeah. I think they was... go ahead. Oh no, I just I just say I think this is gonna be a like a really big block uh, big blockbuster hit when it comes out. Well, it's I'm coming to HBO probably... Max day one, so it's coming out on the same weekend I think as uh, the new Bond movie. So that's gonna be uh, that's it's gonna be a Christmas. big weekend. Yeah. yeah. Man, Bond. Yeah. Can't wait for that too, but he does. That's a two and a half hour movie. What yeah. Bond? That's fine. Bond. Hey, I watched yeah. I'll watch Yeah. I'll take that. I'll watch On a Day Arm and shoot stuff for two and a half hours on more with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think they said it was the longest one, I think, in the series. I don't know. The last couple were pretty long. All the Daniel Craig movies are pretty long. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. they were all pushing well over two hours. So, yeah. two hours. what's up with that now, man? Like, why can't movies just be ninety minutes? Mm. Remember those days? Got to make it worth the money, you know? Yeah, I guess. Well, and a lot of the times, like, if you if you give your you know yourself only a little bit of time to make a a good narrative movie, a lot of times you end up having to cut stuff out. Well, yeah, like that was the thing about directors' cut movies back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Like yeah, you actually which, got to see like twenty minutes extra content that was cut from the movie, and most of it was garbage. Yeah. yeah. Well, which the I latest have. director's cut was also over four hours long, which was that Justice League movie. Ooh. Yeah, which yeah. was a, which was an amazing movie. What? Yeah. That movie four it. hours. The movie was I so bad. Loved it. Gosh, I've. I've All right, Corey, you're did not. Did you you're... watch the four hour one? Yes. Version? Yes. The it Snyder so cut. Bad. I watched it. It took me three I, days. It yeah. it just came out on Blu-ray. I, I I don't know if I should get it or not, so I can watch it. I've still yet to see any of the Avenger movies because I just don't care. <laughs> but Ed's, that movie actually interested me. So Ed's anti anti uh, subscription service. <laughs> so that's what I was gonna say. Like you could just have HBO Max, but I mean I have it free because I I have an AT and T cell phone plan. So I, yeah. I could I could do it free because some of the. Uh, Games that I brought for Xbox, they gave me like a trial subscription for HBO Max. Well, I'll just go out and buy the movies because they'd be like 
they'd be on sale for like 15 or 20 bucks my so. my wife's mom subscribes to hbo max and my parents subscribe to disney plus so i got them both for free bam sick 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 bro sick you know who's sick my kids so you know who's gonna be sick tomorrow hell Uh-oh. yeah this guy Speaking of sick, this is kids Arsenal X. The disease factories. <laughs> Jesus. Because <laughs> my kids started preschool last week. Yeah. So, yeah. This is Arsenal X, the Xbox podcast here on the Boss Rush Network, where each and every week we come together with our friends from around the internet to talk about everything we love about Xbox, including news, rumors, Game Pass, and your questions. You can email the show at arsenalxpodcast at gmail.com or leave a comment on the latest video episode. If you're listening on iTunes, please leave us a five star review. And uh, a nice a nice comment. That'd be nice, too. I misread it, and then I got stuck. So, whoops. <laughs> uh, remember, you can find all of our shows on BossRush.net and follow us on Twitter at BossRushNetwork. We're going to jump in to what we've been playing. Ed, we're going to go your way first. Anybody okay. needs a snack break, you can go now, because I'm sure this list is pretty long. Nope. Um, yeah, he's on vacation. Just yeah. be aware of that. <laughs> so um, I started up Gears 5 to see how it runs on Series X. Um, runs really good. looks really good. Um, bought Tales of Arise. Ooh, and tell me about Tales of Arise. It is it is a must-have for Series X. The best like, Tales game thus far. It's Ooh, the, just the, the music, the controls, the fighting um, Like it, it actually feels like a Tales game. Like There's not too much techno... Uh, technicality to it and everything. You literally could go in and just be able to like get through the through the fights and stuff. Like it's in this beautiful, like a mug. Like it makes Scarlet Nexus look bad. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. People say like a mug still. Ed does. Yeah. What decade Ed, uh, is this? It's Ed, the nineties. Always said that. Yeah. Really? I'm, this is yeah. the first time I'm hearing it. This is. It's literally uh, the first time I heard that phrase in 20 years, Ed. Oh, like a mug? Yeah. Like I a mug, yeah. Wow, jeez, that brought me back to high school. Yeah, that's what we were saying today. Like, you um, ugly like a mug. Like, man, wow. Yeah, Bringing but, up the feels that. Yeah, I I think it's going to be... I, I think it's a big nomination for uh, at least JRPG uh, Game of the Year for nominations. Like, just RPG. Really, just RPG. Um, If I... Uh, Ed? I mean, if if... From the way that people are taking it, um, they're really loving this game, and I can understand why. Um, and it's really good. Like the demo that they gave just doesn't do it justice. Like it really is a fantastic game, and um, playing it on Series X, like the loading of time is so quick, the battles are quick. It, it feels so good to control and just play. And I'm like, this feels like Tales of Symphonia. This feels like an old school Tales game that I love. Right. Um, can so, I yeah. piggyback off you on this because I, I played this at length too. Uh, go ahead. Keep, you, you can keep talking and I can kind of piggyback. Um, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say yeah. The um, a lot of the uh, older Tales games had like kind of linear plane fighting mm-hmm. system where it was kind of like on like one 2D plane or whatever, but 3D graphics. I like that this is like kind of like more open now, like kind of the more previous games. Yes. But the combat is a little bit more fast paced. Um, you have like um, attack. You have like, well, they call them arts, where you can do like special sword attacks or, you know, just special attacks in general. 
But uh, yeah, you have like a limitation on how many special attacks you can use because now it's like those little diamonds that are above your health bar. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but um, yeah, um, yeah, those are your special attack abilities. And then they, you know, there's a cooldown period and stuff. But the combat is super fun. Like you know, you can execute combos with your with your teammates, your squad mates. Uh, you can do juggle mechanics and stuff, which is really fun and satisfying. And some of the special moves, my god, they really dialed it down, especially when you get all these like. You know, the first area you're in, like, a fire volcano level. Uh-huh. So, like, you got all these, like, fire abilities. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I think the one thing that is weird to me is that the attack button is on the RB button. Thank you. I was just saying that earlier. It's today. because that's the popular thing now is, like, Assassin's Creed did it. And, well, actually, Dark Souls did it first. But Assassin's Creed did it. Uh, mm. There's some other games that have been doing it, too, where, like, your light attack is on the right bumper, your heavy attack's on the right trigger, and then, you know, you have, like, a secondary attack on the left bumper and then, like, a shield on the left trigger. It's, like, this whole... Dark Souls started this terrible thing. Terrible thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's, uh, it is kind of interesting. It is jarring because a lot of times when I'm in combat and I'm kind of doing combos and stuff, I'm yeah. hitting the right trigger, and the right trigger is dodge. Yeah. So, like... I'm like, oh, I'm I'm dodging. I guess uh, there goes my combo. <laughs> and and because definitely when you do like uh like you're hitting them and you're about to attack them up, sometimes you'll miss them because by the time you hit the RB to do your regular melee attack, um, there's a the the enemy falls and you miss your attack because you got to spend time trying to do like put your uh, finger on the RB button to hit it. Like it's it's a kind of weird control screen uh scheme but i'm like i'm enjoying it i'm definitely enjoying it um the, no, once you i mean once you get it you know everything yeah. starts to click really well and yeah the, i mean there's plenty of opportunities for combat so it's it's easy to pick up but almost like difficult to master kind of thing yeah um and last one uh that i'm playing where well, that i played and finished was lake um oh, i think finished this, it yeah, I did. Uh, I finished it um, Monday. Uh, kind of, it's weird. It says that I spent four hours, but you probably in real time we would spend eight hours in a game, depending um, what you all do. It's a little bit slow, um, and everything. But uh, I'm ha- I'll have a review up later for Boss Rush if you guys want to read it. Um, I can't say I think people who are interested in this game should uh, wait for a sale. It's a um, kind of not so much a walking simulator where you are a um, uh, character named Meredith Ways um, who take time off her busy job in the city and go to her old town where she's delivering her delivering mail um, while her mom and dad go on vacation in Florida. Um, and then you meet different characters that you interact. Um, you choose dialogues. You can romance one of them, uh, one of the three characters, or you can romance nobody. Um, it's literally who'd up you, to you. Who'd you go for? Did you go for anybody? I well, you went for the lumberjack, didn't you? I did. I actually, <laughs> I actually did. Um, of course you because, would. Because it, it felt weird choosing. It didn't feel weird choosing the the other characters. I, I won't want to won't like spoil it if people play. But I think 
it kind of made sense picking the lumberjack because of their relationship. I kind of like their dialogue choices, and that's how it kind of felt with that. Um, it is a beautiful game. I will say it uh, when you're driving around the lake and you're looking at the woods, it is it is beautiful. Um, but there does get to a point where it kind of looks a little. Yeah, this is an indie game <laughs> and stuff, and if they put a little work and detail in it. Um, it would be fine. I did have a problem with it. It had a glitch where I just started the level and I was about to get into my mail carrier and it warped me to the woods, which took me half an hour to walk to back to my truck. Because yeah, I have the, I have the sound glitch where all of a sudden my I don't have any engine noise. Mm-hmm. Oh, so wow. I, yeah. I'm, all I hear is that basically all I hear is the piping uh, radio with that really just kind of not good folk rock music. <laughs> oh yeah. I I that soundtrack is just bad. I mean it's okay, I shouldn't say it's bad. It's just not to my taste. But man, mm-hmm. does that stuff like that this game gives me nightmares, Ed. Like I'll be I'll be in bed and I'm like especially if I play this right before going to bed. Like mm-hmm. all of a sudden that's that entire soundtrack is in my head and I'm lying awake at staring at the ceiling like why can't i get these songs out of my freaking head you know it's like nickelback like it's stuck in your head and it doesn't leave look yeah, at this the- photograph uh, <laughs> every yeah. time i see it makes me laugh hey 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 it won't be rock star it's a, anyway. it's another forgettable soundtrack i just i i advise you you want something ambient excuse or something. me nickelback is unforgettable Unforgettable, yeah. I'm talking about late. <laughs> I'm telling you about. I'm I'm through with standing in line to clubs I never get in. So, wow. yeah. But um, the um, and then I'm just about to start dead this Dead Space trilogy. Um, my vacation. Uh, get through those three games. But that's pretty much yeah. all I've been playing. That and Hellblade. I mean, mm. I'm about to work on. Nice, nice. Story. Are you playing anything other than Tales? What else? Are you playing? Uh, I. I ended up playing Lake 2. I didn't beat it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I have the weird sound glitch where, like, you're driving around, and I, I think that's the only main glitch that I encountered. But the one thing that really stuck out with Lake for Lake with me was, like, you could really... Th- there are really a lot of choices in how you want to um, frame Meredith's character. Mm-hmm. Like, you could be the type of person that's, like, kind of a bitch and, like, goes back to the town and just says, I'm just here on vacation, and I'm just doing my thing. Um, your work continuously tries to call you while you're on vacation so you could continually do work or completely blow them off depending on your conversation choices and yeah like kind of what ed said depending on you know who you decide to romance if you decide to romance anybody kind of frames a little bit of like who you are are you the kind of like you know light easygoing person are you kind of more traditionalist type person you know um so the dialogue choices are pretty are pretty minimal. It's not like it's a conversation wheel that like, you know, like Mass Effect or anything like that. Like it's uh, there's my one mention of Mass Effect per per podcast. Um, but uh, yeah, so that I thought was really kind of a neat thing about it. Um, yeah, like I said, the, the the game's graphics are all right. You know, there's a lot of kind of weird glitches and just things. But I think it's a really good story. But if you had told me I'd be playing a game delivering mail in a small town like uh, i wouldn't have believed it mm-hmm. but i kind of like it it's kind of quirky uh other than tales i ended up uh getting some significant time in uh, life is strange true colors 
Ooh. How's that? Yeah. It's uh it's good. It's it's very interesting. Um because I don't know if you ever played any of the Life is Strange games, but uh it, it always centers around a a, a kind of like a character who has I don't want to necessarily has any traumatic experience, but they have a superpower that is traumatic in and of itself. So like Max in the first Life is Strange had this ability to um um you know rewind time so to speak you know to kind of change the past um in the in the second one the person had the ability to like levitate things i think if i recall mm-hmm. um, and then the third obviously this one true colors she has the ability she's an empath so she reads emotion and she responds to that emotion so like if she sees someone case in point like uh, there's a scene in the game where like these two guys are and I'm going to spare details, but these two guys are fighting and one guy is like really amped up, like really amped up. So she your character, Alex, happens to be in the room at this time and she read into one that one character's really angry emotion and that turned her violence. And she just beat this dude's ass like just all of a sudden just became a completely different person. Mm-hmm. So that's how she responds to those emotions. And so like if someone has like really depressive depressive emotions that could kind of turn you know really bad for her where she all of a sudden becomes really depressed and oftentimes mm. i think suicidal so but like most of the game at least in the first episode that i've been playing um it's conversational and piecing you know and mm. you could be the you could be the character of like you know well screw this small town stuff i'm just whatever or you could be kind of glad because you know, you're you're home and you're visiting your estranged brother again. Is this still five episodes or Yeah. And it's all it's all available now. Like they're not doing a scheduled release like they used to in yeah, the past. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm so glad they did it that way too because a lot of times I would wait for all the episodes to release so I could just kind of binge through it. But mm-hmm. this well, one you, you get it all. <clears throat> I remember tell me why they release it what in one episode a week, right? Yeah. I mean that. I mean that was even better than the way they used to, because it used to just be random. And by the time, like, sometimes it would be like three weeks, four weeks, and sometimes it would be like three months before an episode mm-hmm. dropped. And you're like, well, I'm gonna lose interest, you know? Yeah, or you're gonna completely forget about it. So, yeah, I'm glad that they're kind of away from that, and now the whole game is fully available. I think there's like a a second. There's like a if you get the deluxe edition, mm-hmm. there is like a separate campaign with a different character uh, from the series. Who actually has ties into uh, Life is Strange before the storm? Hmm. Uh, well, Corey, the remaster for the remaster ones for Switch is is delayed, right? And the other ones are they they're, coming out? They're all delayed for Switch, yeah. But he said Switch, so I got to take a drink. Yeah, it's true. I mean, well, well, for that one, because I because <laughs> the remaster version for Xbox and PlayStation, I don't know mm-hmm. when that they, one is coming out. They got is delayed it? too. All the oh, remastered, okay. the remasters of. Uh, the first game and then before the storm are delayed till next year. Oh, okay. So, that was yeah. the only thing I had to ask. Mm-hmm. Which okay. that, that, that seeing the comparison videos of like this is what the original looked like and this is what the remastered look likes looks like and it's like okay. There's Barely some, noticeable. I know there's like some lighting changes and some like better yeah. texture work, but other than that it's like Barely noticeable. It's the same. It's fine. Yeah. Look, I mean, but I, 
I bet they run. Don't be I bet they run better though. That I'll give them that. I bet it runs better because yeah. that first I played the first the first episode of the first game, mm-hmm. and it ran like mm-hmm. crap. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it just it just ran like crap. So. Yeah. Th- this is th- so this game the game series uh, is usually developed by Dote Nod, mm-hmm. um, and uh, uh, this one's developed by uh, a Tech, different developer. Uh, Deck Nine. Deck Nine. Deck which nine, did yeah. Before the Storm. Before the Storm. Yeah. So, um, but this game is this game looks good. Like. You're in this small Colorado town, a small little mining town, and it's like kind of like a really good, uh, vibrant community. You know, you you're working at a bar, and there's a nice restaurant in there, and you go into a really cool little record store, and um, the motion capture they did with the characters is 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 so good, and it makes it makes everything so believable. Like, you know, there was a lot of emotion in the earlier ones, but it was like the mocap wasn't the greatest, and you know, but they like this one so far, it's been like really good. Like you really kind of feel for the characters a little bit more because you have that kind of like you know the good body mechanics and the good body movement so mm-hmm. yeah but yeah cool. otherwise um I, I i downloaded a game on a whim song of iron on the xbox i don't know if you guys saw this in the xbox store mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah um it's like a side-scrolling hack and slash game oh where... is this the one that's kind of like a norse mythology and it's like a side-scrolling you're like the like you're wielding an axe and kind of like so guys. it's yeah, it's yeah. like it's, inside and all those kind of games. Yeah. yeah so it's like if uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla had a baby with inside. Mm. That's basically what mm. this is. Mm. So you're this guy who finds out that your village has been burnt down and your loved one is dead. So now you want to find the people who killed and decimated your village, and you need the help of the Norse gods to do it. And um, yeah, I mean it's it's basic combat. I don't have too much to say about it, but it's. It's pretty decent combat. Uh, the shields are breakable, so you have to pick up shields as you go if you want to use them. Um, you can pick up axes and spears and swords and stuff like that as you go. So it's like weapons procurement, you know. Um, is there like, is there but, like narration, like cutscenes or something? No, uh, for the story. Nope. It's basically just like text-based. You know, text-based. you'll encounter you'll encounter a conversation with someone, and then it'll be like just text-based in the bottom of the screen. It's a very basic, bare bones game like there is no opening cut scene to set up the story it literally just jumps you right into the game so um i want to say this is developed by one guy because i checked out the, the developer's twitter page and it's just a picture of a guy on it so it leads yeah. me to believe that it was kind of maybe developed by one person but yeah um, i think that's one of those games that yeah it was developed by a super small yeah <laughs> which i'm all you know i'm all for that's why it's like I saw the trailer for it, and I was like, this looks kind of cool. And, you know, the, the combat's a little bit slow, so you have to be a little bit smarter about it. It's not like a relentless hack-and-slash type game that you would think it'd be. So mm-hmm. you got to be smart about your attacks. You have a bow and arrow sometimes you have to use to, you know, pluck off enemies in the distance. And, um, you know, you got to be smart with your melee and your shields and rolling and dodging and stuff. But, yeah, otherwise, it's a, you know, it's a pretty decent game. Is it worth the $20 it spent? I mean... I don't know. I guess it remains to be seen how much use I get out of it. But yeah, it's basically what I've been playing. Nice. All right. Jesse, what are you playing? Um, Yeah. And actually, I don't, I think there's a game similar to that game that you played that you just talked about that, that was on Game Pass that I played a while back or something. I don't remember. I think there's another game similar to it. But um, Wolverblade? 
Yeah, maybe that's. I still that I still dream about that game. That was such a good. Uh, it's not Viking game. It was well, it's basically like you're in England and the Vikings invade your homeland, so you have to defend yourself from the Vikings. Yeah. Or no, the Romans. The Romans. That's it. Okay. Yeah, I for me, I uh, I played a bunch of stuff, but I'll just uh, kind of pick. So I, I did, like I said last week, I finished uh, the first Wolfenstein. So I started two um, and still kind of having a hard time getting into this one um, for whatever reason. But uh, I did I did pick up uh, Lost in Random and I've been playing that and and I'm really enjoying enjoying that a lot. So like. So this is that one that you know that we've seen. That's kind of almost like a, uh, I don't know. It reminds me of of uh, n- uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, or you know, like something kind of like that kind of animation. Tim Burton. That, yeah, like a Tim Burton kind of thing. Uh, but it's like a card game mixed with like action adventure mixed with uh like dice rolling you have to roll a dice and then that dice depend you know determines how many points you can spend on on your cards so like each card will have like a zero one two three or whatever on it and so so whatever whenever you roll the dice then that's how many points you can spend on cards that you have and as you go through the game, you you find new cards and stuff that give you new abilities and things like that. Um, and what's kind of neat is so like your main your main thing that you use as like kind of your weapon slash uh, tool is uh, this slingshot. And so each enemy will have these little crystallized areas on their body that you have to shoot with the slingshot. And when you hit that point, then those crystal things break off, and those are your those are your um, your points that you can use uh, to fill up to fill up like your your uh, ability to roll the dice, uh, and then those also you know add points to your how much you can spend on on uh, you know uh, cards that you want to play and stuff like that. And so, um, like, as far as the game goes, I like it's very, very simple and easy to get into. It's not like a like some card games can be a lot where you've got a lot of things you got to pay attention to. Like, you know, this is a very, very light game on the card side. It's basically just giving you opportunities to do things. Because like when you when you play when you first pick the card you want to cards you want to play, like everything freezes, and then you can but your character can move and do whatever, and then you can spend that or use that attack wherever you want to uh, before. And then once you attack something, then everything unfreezes. So like you can there's one card I got where you can put a bomb you can throw a bomb somewhere. But that bomb doesn't blow up unless you hit it. So what you could do is you can throw that bomb in the middle of like a bunch of guys that are frozen, then go off to the side, use your your slingshot, hit the bomb, 
blow it, you know, like detonate it, and then everything will unfreeze, and then you got to go back to, you know, attacking the normal way. Um, but yeah, so it's it's very light on that card side. So so like, if P, if you're not really a big fan of card card based games, I think nope, this not me. this <laughs> yeah, I I don't think this will bother people that don't like those kind of games because it's it really is just kind of uh, an added thing it it's not it's not too uh too deep in just that part of the game so it, and you still go around you know plat, not really platforming but you you kind of have to walk around and collect things there's these little like uh crystal like, like little statue things that you can shoot with your your um your slingshot to and i and there's their points i think you can use to buy stuff later but they're hidden all throughout the map and you can you know you kind of try to find them and collect them you know while you see them um but yeah i'm i'm really enjoying it i like the character the character stuff and i love the animation and like just the things that i that i've you know the enemies and stuff i've gone against nothing has been like super difficult yet it it really is a lot like a you know almost like a zelda game where where you're trying to get those shots off you know and then kind of get in a position to be able to do your attacks and and things like that so you're you know getting distance and then moving in on them kind of like a, you do in breath of the wild you know for certain enemies um, it did really kind of remind me a little bit of of that game, but but yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying it. I'm not super far into it yet. Um, I've only gone against like the first, I think, kind of boss, um, which which was fairly early on in the game. Um, but but yeah, it's 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 been a lot of fun. Um, and then I also. Um, I also downloaded the Artful Escape, and that's that that's that game with the uh, um, the guitar shredding while you're like running around the platforming and guitar playing with, with Carl Weathers, bro. Yeah, yeah, it's it's I like it. I mean, it's a pretty pretty basic game for the most part. I think I think I heard it's only like three or four hours long, or something oh, wow. like that. Yeah, so so it's not it's not a very long game. I I haven't. How much does this yet. game cost by itself? If I, it's that short, I honestly don't know because it's in Game Pass. So I yeah I, right. So it's no big deal for you. Yeah, yeah. That's I don't I don't know I don't remember. I'm guessing it can't be more than a a twenty dollar game. It's a, it's twenty dollars on Steam, so I gotta imagine it's the same yeah. on the the Sorry. Xbox Store. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's so it's it's essentially it's a platformer mixed with Simon says um like I I haven't gotten too far into it because I'll be honest a lot of the the beginning of this game is just nothing but narration and like like uh, Tales of Arise like the beginning of that. Ed, how much dialogue did you have to go through just to find the title? <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah the, this game has a lot of of you know storytelling in the back of it or in the beginning of it 
and like you know like you get you get a basic kind of understanding of how things are gonna work there is a little bit of gameplay but it's mostly just going and talking to people and then you know walking over to this place and talking to this person and then having to go to this person and go to this and then and then just a whole bunch of cutscenes and a lot of explanation of what's happening why it's happening you know all this stuff but essentially like it you know without really going too in depth on it you're you're supposed to play this uh concert in the town uh to remember your your uncle's uh i think like i forget how many years it is it's like a 20th anniversary or something like that for his album uh, and so you're gonna go and perform perform a bunch of his songs or whatever in in memory or whatever, and and then uh, these aliens show up at your house and abduct you, and then it goes kind of from there. That's how that goes, right? Yeah. So your character is kind of having a a crisis and and of sorts of not really he he likes playing the folk kind of music that his uncle does but he but he also would like to be a little bit more heavier and you know do more like you know guitar solos and you know he's he's not quite sure what he wants to do and so like this this uh opportunity comes along where he's kind of pushed into to being that different side of him um to to uh you know save whatever i, I don't quite know exactly what's going on as far as an end game Sell me on this story but yeah i mean it's it's fun it's, a psych- it's, it's, it's psychedelic trip yeah it's well it's so pr- so is the gameplay kind of like if you guys ever played the rayman games like the more recent ones where like they have those little um you know they'll play it'll be like a runner type yeah. game yep and it's like playing the music in the background is it kind of similar to that i imagine yeah for the most part i um i think like essentially yeah like what you're doing is like though something will play will be playing uh you know a song and then you've got to play with them yeah and and yeah kind of look like for me yeah it and like you can hold down the X button while you're running and you'll just shred the whole time. And like in some areas like that, like when you'd shred the guitar, it would like make stuff light up and make stuff happen. Um, so I don't know if that's going to be like part of the uh, like if there's going to be any kind of like um, puzzle solving or anything where you've got to use your guitar to solve it. You know, again, I'm not super, super far into it yet um, because of that whole beginning of the game took a big chunk of time just to kind of get through the the start of the of everything. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's it it's interesting enough uh, to keep me playing and to find out, you know, what the story is. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm definitely uh, going to try to finish that, especially if it's a a shorter game you know i'll probably even finish that later tonight um and then the last thing is i i uh finally jumped into the the ascent um i think there was a recent update 
uh, to fix some issues on oh, uh, consoles. I kind of like held off on playing yeah. this game the last couple of weeks because, uh, yeah, one of my last gameplays, I just had, uh, I kind of had a few bugs. Okay. So I was like, ah, I think we'll wait. Okay. Yeah, because I, I believe, my, I believe that game was in my updates uh, menu on my in my, you know, right. my, yeah, my queue or whatever. Yeah, it was. Um, I, I don't know. I it's been so long since I played a game like this. Like I used to play load and reload back in the day, you know, like those kind of games. And and honestly, it's been a long time since I've really played like a uh, like a twin stick kind of shooter type game. Um, so it took me a little getting used to, but but I really love the world and and the detail, you know, the attention to detail uh, in the the design of these worlds and like where you are and stuff like that. And and it's funny because it's like it's. Uh, from the little bit I've played of of uh, Cyberpunk, like I I like the worlds a lot better in this game than I did in Cyberpunk. From what I had you know experienced, anyways, right. like it is very very full of people. Like you're constantly like bumping into shoulders of people like walking through areas. It's very heavily you know uh, populized or uh, yeah, and has just. There's a lot of just crazy things to look at and just weird stuff and like it at times it did almost get hard to find some of the things like the boxes and stuff that you have to break open that you can break open to get like collect things or whatever. Like it just uh, it's it's a fun game though. Like I'm I'm as well not not too far into this one either. So but um yeah, it just kind of wanted to try some of the newer stuff that i had you know heard people talk about or like lost and random i think literally just came out this week so yeah so but that's one i had been looking forward to since it got announced so so yeah that's that's pretty much what i've been uh playing so cool uh well for me i haven't really been playing anything that interesting it's uh, mostly been uh, the new season in Destiny and uh, some Psychonauts 2. I'm not that much farther in Psychonauts than I was last week, so nothing really new to report. It's like uh, that game's a game that I really want to like a lot, mm-hmm. but I, I just, every time I play it, after about 45 minutes to an hour, I'm like, I think I'm good. I think I'm done for now. <laughs> And then, I, you know, it just it's not a game that I want to sit and play for a long time for some reason. And uh, I don't know what it is. Like, I like the characters. I think it's charming. I think the art style is great. And the writing is really good. But, like, I don't know. It, it After, like, an hour, I'm just like, I, I'm good for now. So, What part are you at? Uh, I'm any... I'm only, like, three or four hours in. I'm, in. I'm at the – I'm at towards the end of, like, the casino – level so it's like kind of like oh the real okay. for like the first real level honestly if you were like mainlining it it's probably only about two hours in but every time i get go to a new place i'm like searching every nook and cranny cranny for mm-hmm. uh you know the little collectibles and the kind of like the drawing kind of things that you collect so um and the cards 
the the site cards are cool collectibles too so i'm just kind of yeah. like searching so uh, i mean i know you have to like level up specific powers and get new powers to reach certain places to get the rest of it and go back to previous levels but uh, i try to get what i can while i'm there so uh yeah I'm a little further thank you i wish you get to the point yeah uh, one thing one thing i never i never asked because i never played the first one I mean, do you have to have an understanding of the first one to know what's going on? In the they actually one? do like a at the very beginning when you start the game, they do a here's what happened in the first game because I think they know a lot okay, of people didn't it. really play the first game. Uh, I mean, it was like what 15 years since the last since mm-hmm. the first one. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's actually like jokes in the game about how long it's been, but like mm-hmm. for the players who played the first game, it's been like 15 years. But in terms of the game, it's only been about three days. Yeah, since the last game, so uh, yeah, there's jokes and stuff in there, like for for that. But they do they do a, a really good recap of the first game because I played the first game, I never beat it. Uh, so I did. Yeah, it's uh, so that's that's kind of all I've been playing. the The new season in Destiny is I'm just trying to like, I don't know, like I am ready for the next real expansion because like when they drop a new season within the expansion. There's like a new story beat every week. Mm-hmm. And it's like they update the quest and you do like three to five steps of this quest. And then the rest of it won't unlock till the next week. And it's like, it's just like a grind. It's just, it's just the hamster wheel. You know, it's just the RPG hamster wheel <laughs> of like getting your pin- pinnacles done and finding your, uh, enhancement prisms to masterwork gear and, trying to find the right build for the season and so that's that's kind of where i'm at there so nothing really new to report i did try trials this weekend though and that was uh a neat experience i'll say so that's <laughs> like the super competitive uh pvp mode so for anybody out there yeah. that doesn't know yeah not, I wonder- the, not the motorcycle game no <laughs> i wonder I do uh, wonder when the Wish Queen comes out, they're going to be another physical copy, like a deluxe version. It's not. They haven't done physical copies for Destiny since Forsaken. So. No, you're making me on, damn it. I know. It's been a... So they're just going to keep it digital. Yeah, okay. just... yeah it's, all, it's all digital now. So, Sorry, Ed. You're going to have to buy something on the internet. Probably go to the dollar store and find like a, co- <laughs> a physical copy of it. No, I still got my like, original physical. Like, like I did with all those add-on parts for uh, what's that one spaceship game that that had, Starlink? Uh, Starlink, Star- yeah, okay. Starlink, yeah. yeah. I went Man, there. Those I things are super cheap now. I know. Yeah, I went to the dollar store and just bought all the the add-on pieces for your ships. Yeah, I was just yeah, I was just wondering because like the first Destiny, they had like the deluxe versions after their expansions came out. So yeah. I was wondering if they was going to do the same thing uh, with the, the Witch Queen. Fir- yeah, I was going to say, I think, uh, what was the last one? The Forbidden King or something like that, whatever it was. That was the last physical copy uh, title. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So Because it came with everything up to season two. Never yeah. Cool. yeah, that sounds right, because I think I remember seeing the, the that, on you know, that, that yeah. iconic picture for you know that season what on the what, what do you do it what do you do in there jesse what is that what is I'm it having a, i'm having my okay, own personal right. are you okay 
Well, <laughs> hit your oh, lifeline no. button if you need help. <laughs> all I know, all I know is that in there, the, the Bungie store is selling these statues, these twelve-inch statues of the characters, and they're starting to do more and more of them. And I'm like, I need them. I'm sitting at the one that supposedly comes out tomorrow. I'm like two. I get it. I don't know. I don't know. I want it. I have the other two, and now there's two more. It's that collectible <laughs> thing in me, man. I just I gotta get them all now. I already own two, so I should just get them all. I've so. I've had to squash that side of me. <laughs> I've squ- tried to squash that side of me for years now. I have bought some things here and there, but man, it used to be so bad. My friends got me into that hero that hero click crap hmm. you know ex- buying all that crap and i think i've only played it maybe twice yeah <laughs> i uh, spent like hundreds no of dollars on that about. shit i have a bunch of statues behind me that i'm like i probably don't need all these especially because mm-hmm. like i bought them and i'm like i really like this game at this point in my life and then i just haven't thought about that game in forever and i'm like somebody would like these I could probably sell them you know the Disney Affinity stuff. No. Oh, no. Not those. No. Come on, Ed. <laughs> Use your brain. How long have you known me? Come on. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, Stoy, Stoy, the Hero Clicks was, uh, it was, you'd get, like, uh, a blind box that had a, a bunch of, like, Marvel characters in it, DC characters, you know, any kind of, like, comic book characters, and they had a little dial on the bottom of them that would determine their rarity like there'd be different color rings on it and you'd click the things over to, to choose your like whenever you'd get attacked like you'd have to move the click one more or two more uh to show how much health you had left and it was a whole tabletop like kind of game uh, where you you could play these characters against other ones and there was a card that gave the information of where you'd start and you and you basically would fight against like your friends and you know have kind of you pick your your army of superheroes or whatever you wanted to use mm-hmm. yeah it was, right. yeah it was one of those kind of games where you yeah you'd so- buy a sounds box expensive and it would, yeah, yeah. Sounds it was really like expensive. i think it was like eight eight dollars for like a pack of three three mm-hmm. characters or something like that mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. or more than that all right we're gonna we're gonna move into news there's there's not much news but there are two really interesting stories i think especially this first one uh i'm really interested in and now seeing these images and seeing what kind of game it really is going to be it has me way more interested in it uh images of the xbox exclusive redfall have appeared uh to uh appear to have an online leak uh there was a supposedly a tester has taken screenshots and has used this weird Twitter thread to post these screenshots. Uh, apparently this is going to be a borderlands dishonored meets the division style game, which is, you know, something that we thought, but this really seems like, Hey, that we're just going to drop all kinds of weird stuff for you to pick up. And, uh, this actually, seeing these screenshots actually has me way more interested in this game than I originally was. Not that I wasn't interested, but it actually, mm-hmm. like, 
you know, being a big Destiny fan, and I actually really liked what I played of the Division. Like, I, I feel like this is uh It actually had me more intrigued. Than yeah. Before. I mean, I, I, I kind of agree with you there because, uh, yeah, the whole like I was expecting it to be kind of more dishonored, but mm-hmm. now that I see like there's like a little bit of like weapons customization that's, you know, kind of reminiscent of Borderlands and the Division. I was like, okay, there's a little bit more depth to this than what you know. Yeah. And the, believe. and the screenshots look like it looks like you can play either in first or third person, which is something I really like because I would actually like to play this game in uh, third person for some yeah. reason. Like it yeah. just it feels like a game that I would really want to play in third person. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I really I I really think that these screenshots make it look like I want to play this game even more. I know people were like really. <laughs> It's like these are pre-alpha screenshots, people. People were really like upset yeah. about what this game looks like. I'm like, if you looked at yeah, Destiny, they're like a year old. Yeah, if you looked at Destiny's or Halo's pre-alpha f- footage or screenshots and stuff, you would like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you would yeah. laugh. I was looking. Well, you remember what Borderlands looked like? Yeah. Before they turned all cell shaded, <laughs> like it looked like a standard run-of-the-mill Mad Max style game. Like it was well, uninspiring mm-hmm. and just kind of boring. Yeah. If you, ga- I remember Game Informer did a cover story on Borderlands, and it was all that. Yeah. They didn't even have any I of the cell shaded uh, stuff. Well, yeah, I remember that cover. Yeah. Well, that's like that video that they showed of uh, the gameplay of of the remake of. Uh, 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 dead space mm-hmm. like you know like it's just like there's there's so much like things that they just don't turn on or don't do or fix or make look like the final version until like yeah. literally a week before it's gonna be released mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why gamers you need to chill yeah. and wait mm-hmm. and wait i think i well, think it looks good though like for pre-alpha stuff i think i think it looks good I think a lot of it looks good. Right. The UI looks good. The UI it, looks good. Yeah. They yeah. don't look bad. It don't look bad. It don't. They don't have nothing generic about it. Like the lighting looks looks good, and I think a lot of people are going to be excited when they play it. Uh, yeah. uh, when it comes out, so mm-hmm. yeah, it looks like, good to me. Yeah, for me, like you know that first that first video thing that we got. Yeah, it may not have been gameplay or whatever, but like for me, I just I just like the characters really intrigued me with this like i i was in when i seen it as long as they focus on on the personalities that we seen in that first video and really like move the game forward with really having that personality be a key to to you know the progression of the game like that's really what i care the most about like because these these kind of games like i mean yeah it 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 may not, you know, like the final game may not look perfect or, you know, ultra realistic, but that's not like every game doesn't need to be like that. I get so annoyed because like, you know, like Sony has kind of like made this, this, you know, like world where, where all these games have to look ultra realistic now or otherwise they're not as good, you know, and it's just not, it just, doesn't need to be that way. Mm-hmm. I think this art. I think this art style that they're going for is fitting it because if you look yeah. at the the announcement trailer, it it is kind of goofy, 
not yeah. not be rated or anything go over the top, but it has a style and it has a feel to it. And yeah. just looking at this, I'm, I think it's going to be like people, the way that people are going to be playing together, doing combos and working as a team and stuff. Uh, this somewhat cartoony slash realistic look to it, I think it's going to it's just going to work for it. I, I think these, this leak is not hurting the game and the people are mad about it. You know, just wait and give it time. Once they put in like more production and the game comes out, or we see more trailers for it, I think people are going to change their attitude and be like, "Yeah, I'm going to get that game," and they'll probably be, you know, I'll play it on Game Pass, or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, there's yeah. unfortunately there's just a lot of of people who really really want to try to keep these console war stuff alive, and they'll just pick any ridiculous dumb thing to to complain about. And, you know, without any kind of, you know, knowledge whatsoever of what the thing that they're even complaining about. And yeah, let them get butt hurt. That's their problem to deal with. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, like I, I've tried to just ignore that stuff for a while now. But, yeah, it's it's just it like it, it, it. Yeah. And, it, and like when I, I remember when we first seen this, too, like it kind of reminded me a little bit of Saints Row and like. Yeah. Like, you know, it kind of has that feel to it of that, like, goofiness, but, like, characters that are, like, really badass and you want to yeah. cheer for, so. Yeah, and it, I mean, it looks like this game is pretty deep in development, so I would imagine we'd probably see it next year, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. We should, we should, we should squat up and play some on a, a stream or something. Sounds like a, mm-hmm. sounds like a team game. We should be I get playing. the, uh, I I call the guy with the hood and his big sniper rifle. Cool. Or the robot. If the robot's playable, I'm in. <laughs> Stoy is My a designated is robot. The chick. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite is the black chick. I loved her in that that first. I mean, it probably uh, has like a pretty deep awesome. character customization option, though, right? I'm, yeah. I'm oh sure yeah. This, yeah. I'm sure it, a game like this needs a customization. It better be better than Borderlands and Destinies. I'll tell you that much. Uh, God, Destinies is just like a. Hmm, don't even mm. bother at this point. It has options. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. But I think part of that is because so much of that game is is the stuff you have to unlock to make your character. I know, but look, I like to know. see my player's face, Jesse. I like to I know, see my they... beautiful Awoken Titan's face. Okay. <laughs> That's not gonna get them you to you to spend money on <laughs> on buying stuff for your character. <laughs> I don't care. All right, moving on. Uh, Halo Infinite's uh, multiplayer preview is returning and will introduce big team battle. Uh, not much other news here, uh, but the test will ex- be, is expected to begin on September 24th for Halo Insiders. And... Uh, yeah, I'm excited for some big team battle. I I did play the uh, the test flight the last time, and it was uh, it was really fun. Like I was I was surprised at how much Halo Three DNA was in that. Like it really mm-hmm. felt like Halo Three. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it felt like a it felt like an evolution of Halo Three. It it felt like so if you're if you're looking at the DNA of what happened after Halo Three, like. You look at Reach, and you look at, uh, you know, obviously the way Destiny went, and then what happened with Halo Four, right? Like, they they all kind of felt different, right? Reach kind of had the the sprint ability, but you had to have it 
uh, it was like an armor mod or whatever, whatever they called them. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, Halo 4 kind of went the, I don't want to say the Call of Duty direction, but it felt more like a modern first-person shooter and didn't really have that Halo feel. I liked Halo 4 a lot, personally, but... Uh, Can I ask you a question? No, I'm talking, Ed. Oh. What do you want? Oh, Ed. What do you want? Did, because that was... Halo 4 was developed by, oh, Retro. Nope. Three four three. I thought it was because because Halo Four had like a Metro Prime. Feel. They had they hired some of the art team from uh, Retro when they left Retro. It wasn't developed. It was Retro. Developed. Okay. So. No. Yeah. Definitely not. I think Four was the first title that Three Four Three Studios took over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I that's mean, why- technic- Well, I guess it was Saber that did the Combat Evolved Anniversary Edition. But yeah, it was. Uh, Halo 4 was like the first full release from 343. Yeah, and, that was uh, it. Okay. Yeah, because I know people were just saying like people from Retro was working on it. So that's they why did I was just some like, of the art design. But they, uh, so I, this felt like, this felt like if they took the DNA of Halo, Halo 2 and 3 and kind of evolved how that feels. Like there's still mm-hmm. a sprint button. There's still, you know, uh, some modern differences but it's it felt like halo it was kind of halo really has that distinct movement you know like when you're running around and and kind of jumping it's jumping feels kind of floaty and and the weapons have this really distinct feel the weapons felt great the weapons felt and sounded great which was awesome Um, yeah so the new weapons felt great. The old weapons really felt like they took the DNA of what what people like about them and they just made them feel better in that style, uh, which they've been kind of playing around with in Halo 5 a little bit where mm-hmm. they actually added the quote-unquote Halo 2 battle rifle into the game. Like there's, this, there's the battle rifle and then there's the Halo 2 battle rifle, <laughs> which is kind of hilarious. Uh but the fact that they're adding big team battle in and it seems more of like a, hey, we're actually going to let you play th- against other players the whole time. And and because uh, that, that first test flight, the first two or three days was just bots and they didn't unlock uh, PVP until after until like the last day. So mm-hmm. uh, but it looks cool. I hope they have vehicles in here, which it looks like they will. Uh, so how big are how big are these big team battles? Like how many people? I think big team saying? battle. It it's always been. I think it's been sixteen versus sixteen. Okay. I, I think this time around it's way bigger, isn't it? Is it? I well, don't. That's what I'm wondering. I, that's what I'm wondering if you know the whole rumor like months ago about there being like a battle royale game or a battle royale mode in this. I wonder if this is kind of their answer. Like mm-hmm. if they're going to be making these like teams bigger, like we're talking mm-hmm. like mag. Yeah. Like mag. Yeah. yeah. I don't a hundred player. Yeah. That was, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't say in this article. I, I, I don't, I'm not sure, man. I don't yeah, know. It doesn't. It, yeah. It doesn't say in this article either. So I was like wondering yeah. like how big are these battles? I mean, because I mean, they, it, they have the hardware now that they can run. Like, it used to be 16 or 16 versus 18 i think or was it 8v8 i don't remember i don't remember what it was i swear it was was... i I thought it was 12v12 for big team i don't know if only we had boxes in front of us that could tell us these things uh halo big team battle size 
So wait, you're just typing that into your computer and it's going to give you a result and answer? Sure, sure is. What? Halo Infinite's big team battle will have 24 players, making it the largest yet. So, okay, so it used to be 8v8. They're moving it to 12v12. Oh. Wow. You're, so your computer just told you that? Yeah, it did. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> No, computers are becoming I, so smart. Yeah, I, I think I think there's just been so much talk about like uh, other games, multiplayer is going mm-hmm. up in in numbers. So I, I yeah, because isn't isn't Battlefield Battle. sixty four v sixty four or something at this point? It, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something mm-hmm. insane like that. Which a, yeah, I mean, that's a Halo lot. Halo Infinite and Battlefield right now are the the two games I'm probably looking most forward to this year. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I'm I'm excited for this. Did any of you guys play the the test flight the last time? No, no, I, uh, I I did not. I signed up for that too late, or I didn't even sign up for it. I just, yeah, yeah, I'm not part of it. Well, and even if I could have, uh, would have been available for it, I was I ended up being gone that weekend, so I mm. went. I wasn't even around my Xbox anyway, so mm. <laughs> I just I was out of luck basically. Okay, well, I had fun. I killed <laughs> yeah, some I, bots, and they teabagged yeah, me when they killed me, which was apparently not supposed to be in the game, but it was. Yeah, I, I watched some people play it on Twitch. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that was about it. <laughs> I, I think I was just waiting for the final product uh, so I could just, like, play it all. Don't worry, you'll probably download it and then not play it like you do with all your demos, right? <laughs> what you talking about? <laughs> Anyways, all right. So our last story here—it's more of a more of a PSA. By the time you guys hear this, uh, Forza Motorsport will be driving into the sunset in September, uh, specifically on September fifteenth. So this show is live now on Sunday night. It will be live on Tuesday morning, which means you have approximately 24 hours to purchase Forza Motorsport 7 before you can no longer play it or find a random physical copy somewhere. Yeah, which those have been increasingly hard to find with all the, even the past uh, Forza titles, actually, because uh, um, I didn't realize this at the time because when I first heard this news story a couple months ago, um, I didn't realize that a lot of the Forza games have been delisted from the store. Yeah. So mm-hmm. a- after all the Forza Motorsport games, you can no longer download them digitally. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you, so after this game gets delisted from the store, the only Forza game you can download digitally purchase, I should say, is uh, four. Yeah. Four which is and then weird because Horizon Five. And then, which yeah. is weird because a lot of them were on games with gold. It's, yeah. Uh, I wonder if people. Yeah, they usually give these out for games with gold at some point before they're de- yeah. delisted. But uh, and uh, and a lot of them, I mean, especially this more recent one, uh, Forza Horizon Four and uh, Motorsport, have all are all on Game Pass for free as well. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah. So. This is uh, so this uh, car games usually get delisted because of car licensing deals. Yeah, and they like it used to not matter because. You know, they say, oh, we're going to license this product for this game or whatever, and it's going to last for five years. Well, now that games are becoming more of a service and DLC is a thing and digital distribution is a thing, they did like when they make these deals, they don't make them, you know, 
like they, they're made time. years in advance so like mm-hmm. some of this stuff could have been before before even game pass was thought of this game was probably in development at some point so yeah you know the the average car licensing deal i was reading when forza motor uh forza horizon 3 got delisted i was reading mm-hmm. only lasts about five years yeah four to five years uh because that's the de- usually the development cycle of a game and the next entry will be out and by the time you know the next game is out the license for the last game will run out but it doesn't matter because they want you to buy the new game etc so uh yeah so this this is uh it's sad but also like you know this is this is the way that licensing and digital distribution works so i hope that anybody who wants it will purchase it uh digitally or physically uh, and, if you uh, if you listen to this and you go download it right now, it's actually seventy five percent off. Yeah, you can actually buy so. like the ultimate edition with all the DLC for like twenty bucks right now, so mm-hmm. which is a pretty good deal. Um, yeah, but for I sure. wonder how I wonder. My thing is, I wonder how this service game is going to work because nobody's ever done a racing game as a service before. Which but, I think uh, I think Forza Motors the next Forza Motorsport and Gran Turismo Seven are going to be service games. Service. So I wonder how the licensing I, I, is going to work for that. I I really don't think it can be. I mean, I mean we're we're talking like you would have to like peg that game to be the game to have for years and years. Well, that's like that's their the, plan though, right? Like, like, like well, that, that's that, that's all speculation at this point, but um, from what I understand of it, but like the licensing on that would be just terrible. Like you would have to like what reissue a new or reapply for a new license, like every four or five years for, you know, a, a, a game that you hope to last for like eight years. Like, yeah, well, I, they're I, mean, gonna, I don't know. They would almost have to like, Hey, we're going to license this car for this, this season pass or whatever. And then like once that season pass expires, you can't get that car anymore. But if you unlock the car, how does that you know what I mean? Like how uh, how do yeah, you? Yeah, similar to like what you do in Fortnite right now. I mean, yeah, you you buy it, you buy those products, and then they they you know like that stuff only exists for so long because they they kind of lose the the uh, you know yeah, the, the rights to it, yeah. and yeah. then I'm... they they have to re up it if they want to mm-hmm. re release those characters again. I yeah. wonder if Microsoft is going to talk about that business plan. I mean, the they, they're going to oh. they're going to have to, right? I mean, in some maybe not on a stage somewhere, but like in an interview or something when this when they're doing the marketing cycle for this game, they're going to have to talk about how the cars are licensed in this game because if they're mm-hmm. if they're really planning on their games being service games moving forward, we're already seeing that with Halo Infinite with their uh season passes, we're seeing it with probably Redfall, probably I mean, a lot of their games are going to move this way, it seems like. So State of Decay, I'm sure, is going to be at some, at some point this type of game. So they're going to have to explain licensing stuff at some that's point. Why, that's so, why I don't I, I don't think licensing, if they want the next Forza to be games as a service, I think it would be impossible and hugely expensive. Yeah. So I think... So but that's I'm also wondering. a cost Microsoft can probably eat just to make sure this game is something that they want it to be, you know? I mean, not that they want to eat some sort of big chunk of money on every game, but like if you have yeah. if you have that game pass revenue coming in, if the people are buying the season passes or the battle passes or car passes or whatever, like that's going to sub that's going to be the, the revenue stream for the them 
eating this cost up front, you know? That's right. why I wonder if they're going to sell like a, just a $70 edition that gives you most of the stuff instead of going a la carte. Well, I mean, it's it's going to be like Halo Infinite. You buy that, you buy the well, if you buy it physically or you buy the game digitally, you get the first mm. season pass with the game, right? So, right. Yeah, I mean, that's where, like I said, I uh, motorsport. The motorsport series is a simulation racing game. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's definitely compared to Horizon, it's the least popular one, mm-hmm. even though it's the longest running one. If they were to do, I would see them doing this games as a service thing with Horizon Five. Mm-hmm. Or six, I should say, because um, the Horizon series appeals more to a broader audience. Mm-hmm. But with the motorsports series, I, I don't know. I just really don't think it could work. I, and I, I don't think it would be financially like feasible. I, I, I would. Would, so. I would totally agree with you, Soy. If they wouldn't have removed the number from the title of the next game, right? Yeah, well, that's why. Well, that's why all this is in question. That's true. Yeah. So well, it's, it's easier for them to add to the to the um the like the regular one just say hey we're adding this this racetrack and these cars whereas the horizon ones are more based in like an actual place in the world like you know like everything is set around this country you know like whereas with the the other one it's kind of it's just about the tracks and the places you're playing for the most part yeah. yeah, so Horizon I think that's is, why it's easier to do it for that. that Horizon is more forgiving, arcadey, so I think that's yeah. why more people lean toward lean to it. Yeah. I would love to see well, the yeah. player base, and I think that player base is going to tell how they go about their business yeah. with motorsport because I don't know how big it is with Forza, Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo, I can't really speak on um, because that has has some ups and downs on PlayStation. Um, but I would love to see how the numbers come out when Microsoft report on it be like, we got like 3.5 million players playing this game. Um, and I think that's probably going to tell how they're going to go about their business and their season passes and stuff. Because I'm like, did you charge a season with tracks and cars? Or is it going to be where they do sell a season with certain tracks and certain cars, but if you want the big Toyota expensive deluxe cars, you got to buy this kind of DLC for all of that. And how many cars are going to come along with it? I yeah. could see them doing a Battle Pass style thing, honestly. Where Get that Battle Pass stuff out of my Forza. <laughs> I, I hate all this talk. I hate all this talk. So we're going to we're going to end the talk just a PSA. If you don't buy it before uh, September 15th, you are uh, can't get it anymore unless you find it at a local. So that's why you buy physical. So physical. That's why you buy physical, physical, physical. Speaking of physical, it's time for our segment. Pass it on. What's coming to Game Pass this week? Sick. Oh, is that me? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's you. <laughs> Stoy, so, what's coming listen, to Game Pass this week? Have you ever wanted to play a skateboarding game as a bird? Hmm. Yeah. I did. It's called Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. He's yeah, okay, the bird all man. right. I mean, we, we all know Tony Hawk looks like a bird. But the we're bird man. Like a literal bird. A the, literal bird. He is you the bird be a man. Pigeon? No. You want to be a pigeon, literal hmm. pigeon, or hmm. any other form of bird? Hmm. Download Skatebird. This comes out uh, day one release on September 16th on Game Pass. And you guys remember Tenchu? Anybody? Mm-hmm. I know that's part of that other system family, but uh, mm-hmm. Aragami was like kind of like a Tenchu-style clone. 
that mm-hmm. came out. Um, I didn't much care for it, but uh, apparently a lot of people didn't care for it, and it's getting a sequel. Enough people cared about it that they decided to make another one. <laughs> yeah, right. for sure. Well, did you, well, I just learned that Tenchu was what uh, uh, Sekiro was originally called. Bro, when did you just learn this? It to Sekiro. When did <laughs> you learn this? Like <laughs> last week. Oh boy, here, Jesse. Oh God. Anyway, yeah. Um, no, that's why there's so many similarities to Tenchu in Sekiro. Anyway, Origami Two. That's uh, the sequel. Uh, I think one of the newest things for this one is going to have co-op now, so you can stealth and kill uh, with broken controls in uh, co-op. Neat. I'm sure. I'm sure they fixed it. But I'm uh, sure. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. I'm sure it's fine. Sure uh, otherwise, yeah. you got. Uh, Sable coming out. Uh, this one's kind of like a uh, journey style floaty game with a you know a walking simulator. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, I I guess it's hard for me to watch this. Um, it's like an open world game, but I don't I don't know. How, how do you explain journey to it's, someone? It's a you it's walk a to the game. light. Yeah, and you die, <laughs> and that's it. You get to the top of the mountain, and that's it. I'm yeah. sorry. Can I just say something real quick about Journey? Go for it. That game is incredibly overrated. I I totally agree with you. That game did absolutely nothing for me. Mm-hmm. I tried, and I was honestly like, I get it. It's trying to tell a story without saying anything, whatever. I, I was so bored the entire time I played that game. Yeah, I mean, I didn't get as emotionally attached as what people said. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's so heart-wrenching and just, you know, the underlying themes of the game. I'm like, it's fucking To be fair, I also I also played that game like 5 or 6 years after it originally came out and then no. because it was free on PlayStation 4 and I was like, okay, I guess I'll try it since it's free. And then I did. I don't think it's uh I I don't think it would have mattered. I, I think you probably would have had the same feelings. I have it's a, good emotion. That's all I can say about it. To I mean, be, I guess, yeah, to be fair, pretty. I have a lot of quote unquote hot takes about video games that people love, so whatever. Give it's me g- give me one more. Give me one more. Oh, God. I think Bioshock is overrated. I don't like Bioshock at all. Okay. Well, I didn't much care for Bioshock Infinite's ending. I thought it was a stupid ending. Mm. I hate so, that last kinda, fight. I'm kind of with you on that one. Uh, Lemnus Gates. Apparently, this game has been delayed after delay after delay, uh, but we're finally going to see it on Game Pass uh, the 28th. Oh, Sable is coming out on 23rd. Aragami 2 is coming out on 17th. But Lemnus Gate you got coming out on the 28th, and apparently this is a turn-based first-person sci-fi shooter. Yeah. Neat. Hmm. I don't know, but we'll see. Uh, September 30th, you're going to get Astria Ascending as well. This is also a turn-based, uh, but this is a JRPG. Uh, so this is kind of like a ode to the classics, you know, the old uh, PlayStation 1 era Final Fantasy-like uh, RPGs. So, yeah. Neat. This one's coming out on the 30th as well. So Beautiful art style. I'm oh, in. yeah. For sure. Yeah. I'm actually... I love, I love tactic games. <laughs> so. Yeah. This kind of reminds me, like the art style, kind of reminds me a little bit of like uh, the Vanillaware style gameplay, um, yeah. like uh, Odin Sphere and uh, Miramasa, the Demon Blade and stuff. So, what was the other one? Demon Souls. Demon's Crown. No. Demon's Crown. That's Demon's it. something. No. Dragon's Crown. Dragon. Yeah, it's all the same. It's yeah. fine. Yep. <laughs> so it's fine. Yeah, whatever. But uh, 
whatever. Yeah, it looks yeah, it looks really good. So expect that on the thirtieth as well. So yeah, that's kind of what's uh, what's coming out in the second half of the uh, the the first half of the month of September was was bigger, but like this is kind of uh, what's coming out at the end of the month. That's all that that's been confirmed. So mm-hmm. yeah, Neat. definitely lots of stuff to play. Dude, Game Pass yeah. is so just it's just so nice to have. Mm-hmm. You know, it's well, just like. I I'll be honest. I honestly think this is my favorite uh console release out of all the console out of all the Xboxes that I've got because like Game Pass has has made a difference. Yeah, they're not like not every single game that's come out has been these massive AAA games, but so many of the indie games have really really been uh you know, exciting me, getting me excited and and uh you know giving me something that i legit i'm enjoying playing mm. you know so i don't know man those the just the way they're doing things with indie games and especially bringing a lot of that stuff day one to game pass it's just been an awesome year in my opinion very cool yeah all right we're gonna move into our topic of the week so there's been a lot of so the for people that maybe don't follow PlayStation as much, their uh, state their their big PlayStation showcase was this week, and they showed off a lot of really cool first party games. Uh, you know, and and a lot of people were kind of concerned about PlayStation's first party output, considering these consoles have been out for almost a what a year at this point. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and there's been very little uh, exclusives on on both platforms. To be quite fair, and most of them are cross. Uh, cross-gen and uh the topic again that's been coming up has been xbox has no games and i'm kind of tired of hearing about xbox not having any games but i kind of want to go over uh what the first party has announced uh for for xbox especially after playstation showed off god of war ragnarok which looks really cool Horizon is coming in February. Spider-Man and Wolverine look really cool. Uh, you know, they, they've got a lot of cool things coming, granted, in the far-flung future, right? I mean, a lot of the games that they showed aren't coming out really anytime soon. Uh, but they've got stuff coming. And I just want to take this time to remind people that own Xbox and have Xbox and are invested in the Xbox ecosystem that yes, Xbox actually has a ton of stuff announced and in, in coming. So, uh, first of all, I want to, I want to know what you guys think of this, this thing that people just keep saying that Xbox has no games because Xbox has actually delivered more first party titles than PlayStation has this gen so far. Oh, absolutely agree. I mean, when you look at the list, like, Granted, it may not be the big AAA blockbusters that, you know, Sony's trying to put behind, I think, just in sheer quantity, the Microsoft is paving the way. And it's got something for everybody. You know, it's got its RPGs. It's got its shooters. It's got its racing titles. It's got its strategy games. Uh, it's got the walking simulators. It's got everything, something for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, granted, maybe you, you may have to kind of do some searching and discover what's around there, but that's what Game Pass is for. A lot of these first party games if not all the first yeah i think all the first party games are out there for game pass right away mm-hmm. you know so the, the the world's your oyster in that sense mm-hmm. so i 
I think people feel that when it comes to PlayStation, you know, you got Returnal that came out. You got uh, Ratchet and Clank. Um, this year, Microsoft had the medium and uh, Psychonauts 2. We still got Halo Infinite and uh, and Forza 5 coming out. I think a lot of people feel like with Microsoft, because a lot of stuff is coming out in 2022, people feel like Sony got the jump from because of mm-hmm. the games that came out. There's no really... I'm not saying there's no must-haves for Xbox, but it because of E3, with everything being out of 22, people feel like Xbox, you have two years to have stuff out and you don't got nothing. And they feel like when seeing what PlayStation is doing, they'll make their... Certain gamers will make... will feel like PlayStation is leading because they had three games or something come out and i i think some gamers just don't give microsoft the credit what they're doing like they got even though they got a lot of stuff coming out in 2022 there's a lot of stuff to play like you guys mentioned on game pass there's a lot of stuff to go back that has been enhanced for you for people to play and recognize so it's not like microsoft isn't doing anything and even if they weren't doing as much that people wanted them to do they're gearing up for a bigger year mm-hmm. and then and with with them gearing up with a bigger year look sony everybody can root for sony all they want but if you don't got no systems that people could buy your list of games don't mean nothing microsoft this over the summer have been putting systems out getting people ready for the games that's coming well and so, eddie, you don't eddie, you're scared, eddie you're scaring me man you're you sound you're, you're really well, angry man well Woo. because the thing, because i think the, the thing about it is people forget e3 and forget that all the hot titles that's coming from Xbox. Microsoft is gearing up for a bigger year. Yes, they may not release anything, but look, if if games are still getting done done by some other company games, it don't matter what you release. It don't matter what you come out with. You know, I feel like Microsoft, yeah, you got Bethesda, and they're, they're gearing up for a strong 2022. Microsoft oh, yeah. got stuff in. Microsoft has learned from Nintendo. We're not going to show you nothing. We're shutting our mouths and we feel like we're ready to do it. I'm, 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 but that's the lesson. That's the lesson that they took. They're not saying nothing until they're ready. They learned with Halo Infinite how people responded to that. So they're learning to be like, we need to show stuff ready when we feel like it's ready. And when it rolls out, then what they're going to say about it. You can't say that Microsoft don't have no games when we got stuff ready to go out. Well, yeah, how many how many exclusives do you think PlayStation has coming out? I mean, that's why do you think they're pushing so hard for Deathloop? Yeah. Every PlayStation showcase this past year, there's always been a 10 minute trailer for Deathloop. Yeah, and I don't be- think be- 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 between between us, I could give a shit about Deathloop. I mean, I, I I just don't like the roguelike elements of it. So it's like place it's like that you know that mean girls meme where it's like you're trying to make it something like death loop is going to happen it's not going to happen you know mm-hmm. not for me at least i don't think it's going to be their big uh, uh exclusive title that they're going to expect this year but uh you know yeah i mean we, we t- we're talking like there's some exclusive title coming out for microsoft every month for the rest of the year mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so yeah I- part of the part of the thing is is like more than ever right now Jesse, I like, knew you were going to say Death Stranding is a big exclusive for uh, PlayStation this year, but you're wrong. That's a PlayStation 4 title that doesn't count. Yeah, Get no, out of here I, with that. No, I knew I, you were going to say that. I knew you were going to bring it up. 
that that game doesn't even exist in my world. Because that's what no. Sony does. Sony's like, hey, look at this. Remember this game you played here a year ago? Here you go again. We're gonna make you buy it again because it's how we yeah. do it. You know. Well, Whereas Microsoft is like, hey, you want a free update? Here you go. This this is the thing. Is like, right now, like, is it, there's so many things to play on all the systems. And, and it really is a matter of where you're looking. You know, like I said earlier, like, this has been a great year. There's been so many great indie games coming out that are, you know, timed exclusives. And there's been some, you know, bigger, you know, like bigger, smaller titles that have come out that, that I was looking forward to. Like you said, the medium that I believe now you can play that on PS5 and stuff, which is great. Yeah. You know, like that. Like, it may not be, like, a super massive AAA title, but that doesn't mean that it's not something that is there to play. Like, just because you don't see it as something you're interested in, that doesn't mean there's nothing to play. Mm -hmm. Because I could say that about every single God of War game, then, that if those are nothing to play because I don't like them. That doesn't interest me. But, that doesn't mean that that's not there to play. <laughs> yeah. I think it's think... not something I want to play. Doesn't mean it doesn't exist. I think I think gamers have limited them themselves to what they like to play. You can have the hottest list of games, but people still go back to the old stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like like look at PlayStation. Oh, we got Ratchet and Clank. We got all... people playing Monster Hunter. People playing Destiny, mm-hmm. old school Call of Duty and Fortnite. So, mm-hmm. and they got all of these hot gangs. Like, like I, I, I just don't understand when people say we don't got nothing coming. Even if they did have something coming, are you gonna go support and play that game, or are you gonna return back to the old mm-hmm. stuff that you are familiar with? I have a, I have a complete list here of what all of Xbox's first parties are working on. Um, yeah, I, I wonder if it's the same one that I, I have. The Windows before. Central one. Yep. Can I say yeah. one last thing? Yeah. No, you know, Jesse. Like, no, no, the, no. This is this is my this is my opinion on the whole thing too. Is like, you know, we understand, especially these last couple of years, has been really difficult as far as work, you know, the work life and stuff like that for these people. But on top of that, like, the thing is, is Microsoft has been doing stuff behind the scenes. with every bit of time that they've had yes it may not be getting a game out but you can't just release something for the sake of saying hey now we have this game it's the development of the box it's game pass it's it's making sure smart delivery which the whole thing with horizon was hilarious to watch i mean i'm glad that they kind of fixed it and turned it around but it was just like god this is like everybody was making fun of the term smart delivery and now look at Every time some sort of game comes out for another platform, it's like, God, thank God that Microsoft just has smart delivery, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's supporting and listening to indies. Yeah. Yeah. Which which Jesse and I, you and I talked about that a few weeks ago, how, you know, it's like a lot of developers actually came out to say, like, Xbox has been one of the most indie-friendly publishers or systems out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And... You know, there's, there's like, they both have development, uh, their priorities for development are different too, right? Like, Microsoft wants to do a bunch of different things. You know, Sony's mm-hmm. really aiming at the AAA uh, first party experience where, like, every game has to be a quadruple A, 
masterpiece type game, which is which is great, right? But you mm. know, I mean, like I like I said the other day uh, after the showcase, I was like, this is the first time I actually feel like I might be missing out if I don't have a PlayStation Five, you know? Because like I, mm-hmm. I I like Wolverine. Wolverine's my probably my favorite Marvel character. I would love to play a Wolverine game, but you know, obviously, I'm not going to play that on an Xbox. Uh, mm. But then they they showed Spider Man, but like I didn't really care for Spider Man when I played it. You know the the first one. I'm like it was what? it was fine. Like okay. the, the swinging was fine, but like after like three or four hours, it's like I'm I'm good. I think I got everything kind of I needed. Out of this game. You know, it was just like okay, well mm. that's fine. Uh, Horizon was great. I think Horizon is is probably my favorite of their first party output in recent years. So. Uh, but here's what Microsoft has going for it in the uh, coming years, I guess you would say. Obviously, 343, Halo Infinite, uh, Compulsion Games, uh, they did their Series X uh, update for We Happy Few, and now they're working on an unannounced project. Uh, Double Fine uh, just put out Psychonauts 2, so we'll see their next project probably. I would say sooner and later. They usually put out projects pretty quickly because they're usually smaller, and um, mm-hmm. I'm sure they've staffed up quite a bit with a Microsoft budget. So, mm-hmm. um, Mo- uh, In Exile is working on an unannounced uh, RPG using Unreal 5. I know that's been a big story going around is that there are, a lot of these teams are using Unreal 5, and it's going to take them some time to figure it out. But, uh, yep. You know, uh, and then they did that. They just put out that big Wasteland 3 expansion, uh, the Steel Town one. So, Ninja Theory is working on Project Mara and Hellblade 2, two really fascinating smaller projects, I would say. Uh, although the rumor is Hellblade is going to be a pretty big, big budget $70 game at this point yeah, now. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that one's a bigger one, but that I, other one's going to be a smaller. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I would love Hellblade to be a bigger, almost Horizon style game. I know, like their whole thing is like dealing with mental health and whatever, but I think that would be really cool if they uh, took a made that into expanded that into like a bigger story. Because like the the rumor about Hellblade Two is that it's not a sequel to the first game. Because of the a- because of psych the her psychosis, it's like the same character in a different world mm-hmm. and like it's like almost like gonna be like an anthology type series mm-hmm. because of what the, of the things that maybe like a character in and re- like quote-unquote real life is dealing with you know yeah mm-hmm. I well that's why that's why i wonder if it was like maybe like a prequel of sorts because from what i understand there's a there's a big heavy focus on combat and like yeah you know sp- like in terms of what happened to her village that she grew up in mm-hmm well, that's why I wonder if Ninja Theory and Microsoft were talking, uh, and there was a change in the story of how they want to go and about I, it. And I wonder if that's why it's called Senua's Saga, and Hellblade Two is like the subtitle instead of the main title. You know? Right. Yeah. So, and we've I mean we've seen games say call it two and it be a prequel before, right? Like Red Dead, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. quite a few games actually. So. Let's see, where am I? Obsidian's working on Grounded, Avowed, and Outer Worlds 2. So we're getting a lot of output from them. 
in the next few years. Playgrounds working on Horizon 5 and Fable. Um, the Coalition's working on... I think they're working on a project before Gear 6. I think they've said as much at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe... Uh, <laughs> Maybe they're waiting for Rod Ferguson to come back. Come back after, <laughs> you know. I know he doesn't want to leave a project unfinished, and he's going to stick it out for Diablo Four. But I'm sure he sure as hell wants to get out of Blizzard just like everybody else. So. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I feel like Gear Six is probably in pre-production. Like they're writing the story into our assets. I mean, I feel like that that stuff's already been done for a while. I feel like they just want to they try something start- different. Maybe they maybe they're they've been done with pre-production for a long time and just whenever mm. development starts, yeah. Yeah, I feel like they kind of wrote Gears Five and Six almost at the same time. At least had like some sort of outline and say, okay, you know, because like Gears Four kind of has like a, I don't know. I feel like Gears Four and Five kind of flow nicely into each other, and then I feel like Five and Six will uh, flow nice just because like that original trilogy didn't really flow great in terms of the story. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? Like, yeah. Okay. Gears one was fine. And then gears two had this really big story, but there wasn't really like a, a through point, you know, there was just kind of like, okay, this one takes place after the mm-hmm. other one. There wasn't really like, whereas gears five, gears four had that really cool ending, which actually set up the story for gears five. And it was really, it felt a lot cleaner. Uh, mm-hmm. in a lot of respects so obviously rare is working on sea of thieves and Everwild. the initiative is working on perfect dark which i'm super fascinated by i still wish mm-hmm. it was a third person s- stealth game and not a yeah. first person first shooter. person yeah that yeah. kind of because i, I want, want perf- a hit, hitman style game yeah <laughs> like i think that would have been really cool i feel like perfect dark was like it either should have gone like the hitman route or it should have gone the Metal Gear route, where like the story I would, is. I would have liked the Splinter Cell route. Like yeah. Metal Gear slash Splinter Cell route of just yeah. like, yeah. you know, you got this like, yeah. you know, super smart, intelligent, athletic, you know, woman that, you know, she's a super spy. So like, yeah, Mission Impossible meets Splinter Cell type thing. Yeah. I think it's a familiar spirit that that they're going for. For yeah, players. but like sometimes, sometimes a change is good. You know, like sometimes you just mm-hmm. if you just throw everything you know about the the series in the trash. Because, like, let's be honest, there's there's one game that people have a lot of fond memories of and then a, a launch game for the 360 that nobody really cares about. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think a lot of people just look at Perfect Dark and it's like, oh, that was the sequel to GoldenEye we never got, and it was really fun to play bots and multiplayer or whatever. And it was like, okay, but, like, this, is, this was the chance to, like, change everything about it and... I, I think they went a little too safe with it, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. Maybe there'd be a demo out for it for people to try. It's called Game Pass, Ed. That's where your demos live now. You download it. <laughs> yeah, you don't you like it. You delete games. it. Yeah. Download full games there. Uh, Turn 10 is working on Forza Motorsport 8, although I'm pretty sure the uh, the number was dropped. But maybe they'll call it 8. Maybe we'll get Stoy's uh, wish. Maybe we'll just get his wish. Undead Labs is working on State of Decay 3, which I think is going to be another service-style game. Yeah. World's Edge is working on Age of Empires, so PC players can have something to play on their Game Pass. Yeah, and I mean, that's coming out next month. Yeah. That's surprising that they don't have a lot of PC stuff. What do you mean? All these games are coming to PC. The, yeah. yeah. They're getting a PC edition along with console? 
I mean, Age of Empires is only going to PC. Right. Oh, that's uh, that's coming to the console. Is it? Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, it was coming yeah, to the I think so. I think so. If not right away, it will down the line. Because huh. I know, like, didn't we just get the Civ uh, a new? Uh, yeah, but Civs always come to console. Age of Empires has never really been on console before. Right. I thought like Perfect Dark and like Forza would also be on PC. They are. All these games are going to be on PC also. So they're doing PC. Okay. Uh, Bethesda, Starfield, Elder Scrolls 6, Fallout 76 updates. So there you go there. Uh, ID doesn't really have any announced projects, although I think it's safe to say they're either working on a sequel to Doom or Quake or something to that matter. I know, the, I know the big rumor right now is Quake because they just released Quake on the Game Pass. So that's the big rumor right now. Uh, Age of Empires is only coming out for PC. You're right. Mm. Okay. Darn. But quite yeah, Quake two and three are available on Game Pass, but those are only on the PC as well. Yeah. Which I found was interesting. So I don't know if they're coming out to the. Console. Well, they released one. They released, they released one of the one. games on the Xbox. Yeah, the they released one, right? one. Yeah. But that one was like a remaster, and yeah. then two and three are just kind of ports, so yeah. to speak. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and those Commander are just on King. the PC. Was that the ones that came out like two weeks ago? I think. Yeah, they came out to the game, but yeah, two yeah, weeks okay. ago. Um, Ar- Arcane is working on Deathloop and Redfall, which Xbox players will get probably get Redfall first, I'm assuming. Because uh, yeah, Death- Deathloop... Death- uh, Deathloop next yeah. year, late. Yeah, Deathloop is a year exclusive on PlayStation. Tangle Gameworks uh, is working on Ghostwire Tokyo, which is also a, a year exclusive on PlayStation. Uh, and I'm sure The Evil Within is somewhere, somewhere. So... Uh, but machine games, I think, is the most interesting out of all this for me, at least. Uh, a, a third Wolfenstein game and Indiana Jones, uh, which, let me tell you, I if Indiana Jones is like an Uncharted Tomb Raider style game, I will just, oh my gosh, I'll just shit my pants. I'll be so excited. Yeah, because <laughs> that's like the one thing that I that's like the one genre that Xbox is missing that PlayStation only has is the third person over the shoulder action game, which yeah. which I love. Right. Like I love Tomb Raider. Uh, I I would just like more of that on Xbox. Uh, yeah. So and then yeah, that's the thing is, I wish I wish we were getting more Tomb Raider. I know. So now we're getting Avengers expansions instead. So, although I was going to say, I highly doubt that uh, we're going to get a Tomb Raider for a while. Yeah, yeah. Although Guardians of the Galaxy looks all right, looks it looks okay. Um, It looks really good. What are you talking about? It's got a Russian dog. It's got a dog that's speaking in a Russian accent. Yeah, that's from that's from what the Inhumans. I don't know. Corey, Corey, what Russian speaking dog? He's speaking in a Russian accent. I, I get Game it. Of the year. My Game my of the wife's year. family speaks in Russian accents. I get it. I know, so you should be excited for her. She won't be excited. She'll just be like, "What is this garbage?" I showed her. Yeah. Look, in Destiny, she'll look at it and be like, "That is not how we talk. This is insulting to my people." In Destiny, I don't know if that's what your wife sounds like. She, but... she, she dude. If you if she wouldn't have told me she was from there, you wouldn't even be able to tell. Um, yeah. Okay. Destiny has all kinds of road signs and stuff because the, the first kind of area in destiny one takes place in old russia and there's all these russian road signs and everything i was like yeah i was like what does that say she's like exit i was like 
cool. Sick. Corey, <laughs> uh, who's doing contraband? Uh, Avalanche, which is a uh, second party kind of initiative. So, uh, plus, that like, we're not going to get that. We're not going to see it till 2023. Yeah. Plus, there's like a lot of, uh, you know, probably some deals with, with second parties. And I'm sure there's some Disney's things. Cause, like, obviously, obviously, Disney and, and, Sony have a really good partnership, right? Because they've got a lot of Marvel stuff. They've got that timed exclusive for the Knights of the Old Republic remake, uh, which, which, which the rumor is it's only three months. Uh, oh, okay. A lot of those deals Damn. were a lot of those deals were a year. I'm surprised that this one's only three months if the rumor is correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Who's publishing that one? Uh, Aspire, I think, is publishing it, right? They're developing it. I know they're I developing it. They're so developing it, but I don't know who's THQ, it. I guess, would be because the Embracer Group is owns Aspire. So that would either be like yeah. Deep Silver or THQ Nordic, probably. Oh, that would be a big license to grab because that was a that was an EA. Yeah, and they they have zero involvement. I don't yeah. know if you read that interview. The Bioware tweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they basically said, "Yeah, we're really excited to see what they'll do with it." So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Um. I'm I'm actually curious to see because I know there like a Sega and Microsoft partnership was heavily rumored like for a while. Yeah, I wonder you if know, that so was I'm, I wonder if that was just the Game Pass stuff because they've added a lot of Sega stuff to Game Pass. Yeah, it probably which, was just Game Pass stuff. Also, yeah, well, also Yakuza Tokyo series, Game so. Show is coming up, and like Sega is rumored to have some, I don't know, announcements there. I know that they, I know that there's some sort of Persona event or atlas event where they're going to announce a lot of persona projects and products being released or re-released and i wonder if some of them are going to come to game pass Mm. Um, that would be that would be cool if we've seen the whole like uh like yakuza where they just added all the persona games to game pass yeah i think the the games the games people really want though are like three four and five i guess I also, yeah. if they add those to Game Pass, I don't think we would get like the special editions or the re-release editions. I think we would just get the base versions, right? Like, yeah, like the Royal Edition of Persona Five. I don't think it would be. I think it would just be like the original, which would be fine because it's like a thousand hours of gameplay anyway. I think they'll probably do fast for Persona mm-hmm. Three. So, I know a lot of people want Persona on other platforms. So this would be a good opportunity for Microsoft to jump in there and say, "Hey, look at us." So. Also, the only thing under uh, the Xbox uh, Xbox Publishing Global Publishing, there is that Project Dragon from IO. So they do have a partnership with the Hitman team uh, working mm-hmm. on that. Scalebound. Uh, yeah, wouldn't that yeah. be hilarious if that's that's the direction <laughs> Scalebound went? Was they instead of like try to be all subtle with it, Project Dragon? Yeah, yeah. Instead of uh, platinum. The platinum high high action game. It's a uh, hitman style stealth game where like you can. Can you imagine? Throw throw like your headphones at a dragon, and it's just like this homing, like the homing suitcase in Hitman. Throw like stealth mechanics in a dragon fighting game, dude. That would literally be interesting. Then we work at scale bow to be that. I wonder, man, because according to Platinum, Microsoft owns the IP. They do. So that would be really interesting. Uh, Microsoft is also publishing Contraband, uh, The Gunk, uh, As Dusk Falls, which is the uh, team that did. Like they, It's like a spinoff team from the... Uh, gosh, why can't I think right now? 
as dust falls i'm trying it's, to think it's uh interior night is the studio they came from the team that did detroit become human and those oh, games quantum uh, dream yes quantum thank dream. you god i almost okay. said i almost said quantum break but i'm like that's a game <laughs> Close. oh my gosh this is this has been one hell of a weekend i'm like because like <laughs> people are quitting at work right and like I've had to start working six days. I told Ed if I didn't work Monday and I worked over fifty hours this week, and I had to work yeah. Saturday, and I was like, uh, this week is I'm like, I'm at the point where I'm like dreading going to work because I'm going to be working for so long. It's fine. It's fine. Jeez. Promise everybody, I'm fine. Help me. <laughs> um, <laughs> Crossfire X from Remedy, the the Remedy uh, campaign for yeah. that looks really cool. So, have they yeah, gave yeah. any updates for that game? For that? Well, from what we've heard, it sounds like their part is done. They're just waiting for the multiplayer to get finished. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which it's mostly just a, it's just porting it over. Yeah. You know, because it's been on the PC for like ten years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And I think they're updating some of the stuff in it. Yeah. That. Yeah, for sure, making it console friendly. But I imagine this game itself, I think, is going to bring a lot of console players, like new console players from the PC over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So because Crossfire X has a huge following. Yeah, I'm really I'm excited for a lot of these games though. Like I, I like, I know we just kind of listed them and we kind of talked about <laughs> half of Jesse, them. Jesse, you like, and I talked a couple weeks ago I'm, about Scorn. How about Oh, that, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. About it's, been, it's been so they've been so silent on it, yeah. but it's actually slated for a fall release. And yeah. this game looks sick for yeah. this year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be coming out this year, and they, yeah, we just haven't heard anything about it. But but yeah, I just I'm yeah anything horror, I'm just all in. So yeah, I'm assuming they probably show us up the next month. Yeah, yeah, and they just say it's coming out in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah pretty cool yeah so just in case anybody was wondering if xbox has no games we just named about 25 of them that you can look forward to in the next two to three years so yeah most and actually a lot coming out just this year still yeah yeah exactly there's a big dump this year yeah i mean halo's the big one right like i mean like for me i know we've gotten like i know the system launched with gears tactics and i really liked what i played of gears tactics uh but like Halo's like the one game that's like okay, we're pointing to you to be the like you're kicking off everything, you know. I mean, I know mm-hmm. Forza Horizon Five is coming, and I think that game's gonna be awesome. I bet it sells better than Halo, to be honest with you, just because racing games uh, usually sell. Uh, yeah, I know, but I, I think Halo is a big enough franchise that it, I, I think it'll do well. Mm-hmm. I think I think more people will download the multiplayer and oh, absolutely. Well, the multiplayer is free though, so like. You know, yeah, because I, I don't think a lot of people are going to jump in on the single player. I'm, I will. I will Streamers? play the campaign. I will play the campaign through all the way, probably one time, maybe two or three times if we decide to play co-op or, you know, mm-hmm. if I play co-op with someone. Uh, Whenever a co-op gets released. Yeah. And then uh, multiplayer is going to be where it's at. I think, I think the multiplayer looks... I, the multiplayer is fun. I will give it that. Like... Free to play, multiplayer game, with the cool with the season pass stuff that they're doing, where you can actually jump between season passes and not have to worry about them expiring. I think is really cool. Uh, mm-hmm. I think they're doing a lot of smart things with the multiplayer to keep people engaged in in, in it. You know, so 
Well, that's the that's the ethos of what multiplayer games are now. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, you look at Call of Duty adopting that. Battlefield soon is going to be adopting that, I imagine. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously that was paved the way from like games like Fortnite and Apex Legends and stuff like that, where it's like, right. okay, they want a game as a service now. Release these for free. Microtransaction the fuck out of them. Right. And and make money. You know, that's going to yeah. be an interesting thing to see in December after Halo Infinite's multiplayer come out. Which one is everybody still playing? Will it be a battle between all three of them, or will Call of Duty Vanguard take I mean, the reins? The so, thing is, is like I feel like I feel like Warzone is the persistent game, and then people, I I just don't feel like Call of Duty multiplayer is as big as it used to be. Uh, like the well, normal it's, multiplayer, it's losing players left and right because of the rampant cheating that's been happening. Right, like, it's yeah. it's the normal multiplayer is falling, but Warzone is growing. Plus, the, with with Fortnite and Apex, like you said, and mm-hmm. uh, Battlefield doing some really interesting things with their multiplayer, it seems like, and Halo's multiplayer being free. I just I feel like I feel like the Halo multiplayer being free. In the fact that it's coming out this year, it's hitting at the right time. Yep, mm-hmm. it's like a per, it's a really perfect storm of of games. Either right, because like Battlefield's still seventy dollars. Everybody, like that's a that's a that's a big deal. That a yeah. multiplayer game, a multiplayer only game, is seventy dollars. If it yeah, yeah if, if it doesn't offer that much content that it should well, offer. Yeah, Halo Infinite's definitely going to destroy it. Plus, it comes well, out two months beforehand. Yeah, Battlefield's going to sink. Well, they Battlefield is, I mean, they've definitely been working on trying to fill that game with as much content as possible. Like, you know, like uh, Halo's going to be missing it at first, but, they, you know, like now, they, you know, Battlefield has kind of added their Forge mode mm-hmm. to, their, to their game, which is really going to... It's going to grab some of those people that play Fortnite, I honestly think, because Fortnite has that create side where you can build, like, maps and stuff to play with your friends on. And if if uh, Battlefield can capitalize on that kind of stuff, like, they can definitely, I think, bring, bring a lot of people in. But I yeah. do think, you know, and we've talked about this before, but I do think that the ultimate get would be to put that game on game pass and and give people a chance to give it a try you know which, it'll be on ea play before it well well i mean yeah, I, I, like most ea games give you that 10 hour preview though right like yeah, i know madden yeah. did yeah yeah, yeah so there is that kind of stuff too yeah. but they they've got to get that out there though like they've definitely got to promote that that mm-hmm. that's available for people to try it just yeah, a yeah. Just the first two weeks of December is going to be bonkers. Yeah. Just filled with games. Like that's. I mean, the the whole fall is just filled with games, right? Like, I mean, yeah. even if you take... Wait till s- spring next year, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, if you want to be It'll honest, be like worse. the next six to nine months are just full of games. You know? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. it's well, exciting. One other, one other thing, too, is like, you know, like, the though, you know, it is a Call of Duty game and they are always a big contender... The thing is, is a lot of people are more interested in Battlefield with it being a more modern Ooh. day game. Whereas uh, there's a lot of people who have been like, uh, we're going back to World War Two. Yeah, I, I've heard a lot of people would rather play Battlefield this year than Call of Duty. Yeah. I've, yeah. I mean, oh, okay. I don't I don't 
know how true it, that is because like you have to take everything you see on Twitter and social media yeah. with a big, huge, fat yeah. grain of salt. But like a lot of things I've seen is like we don't want a World War Two game. We want a, a, a modern Twist. military shooter, and that's well. It's where... interesting when they said that with uh, when Infinite Warfare came out at the same time as Battlefield One. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how much uh, hate Infinite Warfare came uh, got. And Battlefield, everyone was all like pro Battlefield One. Mm-hmm. Guess yeah. what sold more copies that year? Infinite um, Warfare. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder if it's a PC thing that PC players gonna play more uh, Battlefield, and then console players will play well, and, uh, Vanguard. And Infinite Warfare isn't that the one that came with the Modern Warfare remaster? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had to you had to buy that for a while in order to be able to. Yeah, and then the, both services so ended up really getting it out for free at some point. Game, in my opinion, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, honestly, well, I I thought Infinite Warfare was one of my one of my more favorite uh, yeah. Call of Duty oh, games. It was I, so- I really thought the campaign was really good. I mean, the multiplayer was all right, but I really loved the campaign. It, and was it came the- with a free VR mode, actually. I yeah. know for Halo Infinite, just like you, Corey, I'm gonna play do the single player. Um, yeah, because I, re- I really want to see how big the world is, and I want to get a good feel I, of those guns. I just um, want to see how the story kind of wraps up, mm-hmm. especially because like whatever happened in Halo Five, right? Like, I just want to see like I don't. Halo is like the one first-person shooter that has the story that you, you're invested in, and I've been. In, I mean, we've all kind of been invested for like 20 years at this point, so we might as yeah. well mm-hmm. might as well fit, wrap it up. You know, well, that's why I wonder if this new this new Cortana is going to be kind of a, the next the next phase. Mm-hmm. It kind of seems like she's going to be the AI for the next hero because I like I feel like they're going to retire Master Chief after this one. I feel like that's this gonna a, it's going to be a tough call. I feel like I this mean, I feel like this is where they retire Master Chief. Maybe they don't kill him, but like and bring back John Locke. Here's the thing. I wouldn't have minded playing as Fireteam Osiris if it was a spinoff game. If you're going to yeah. number a Halo game, you better let me play as Master Chief. That's all I'm saying. They could have just called it. They and, just could have called it. That's exactly why Master Chief will never leave the Halo universe. I know. I'm, I'm, Halo 6 will have to be Master Chief unless they literally go the route of we're going to ditch the Halo game. And we're going to release all the other games in the Halo universe, but ditch the Halo as yeah. the title. Yeah. I'm or it's going to be Halo. I mean, like Halo Reach and ODST didn't play as Master Chief. Right, that's true. So that would that's how they would have to go. They'd have yeah. to ditch the numbering. Yeah, I guess. I wonder so if they're going. I wonder if they're going to do a retrospective in like November, uh, like catching up with the story and probably have some of the games on sales. I they have they're been have doing sales. a retrospective. It's called the Master Chief Collection. Collection, Eddie. I'm talking about them going with adding 5 too. Like, just someone doing a video of it. I, I am kind of surprised that they never added 5 to the Master Chief Collection just to have it all in one nice little package. But also, I think eh, a lot of people want to forget still make, Halo 5. They can, still make, they can still make money off of Halo 5 as a standalone game. That's true. Well, and... I think I think the like I could see them like trying to do what they're doing in uh, Gears of War though, like have it where Master Chief may be a big part of the thing, but it's like a like a send off. Like have it like if he's got some kind of like what they did with Marcus Phoenix. Yeah, like you can still they... have Halo Chief as part of the game, but like yeah. you know, yeah. have maybe have him be this grizzled old man. <laughs> yeah, 
But I, I think I it, love I the think it, I love the way they incorporated Marcus into the new trilogy, though. Yeah, it was kind of yeah, it was kind of cool. Oh, yeah. get off my tomatoes! <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on! Yeah, I, I think I think if you do the character justice and you really like, you can push a narrative that that fans are are happy with. That kind of you know gives you the sense of a moving forward thing. I don't think you necessarily have to guarantee that he has to be there it's just we never really got that 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 part of a story that really made us satisfied with with him not being in in five i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you two words two words on why fans will never ever let go of their beloved characters and franchises mass effect (laughs) telling you (laughs) It's gonna have to stay as Master Chief for the long time, unless you completely rapidly change course. See, I don't know. I feel like Gears, Gears did it. They changed. Yeah, but they but they still maintained a lot. Of, they, Marcus Phoenix still being a major player in that game. I, I get if it. If they completely like, ditched him, I, I don't think it would have resonated as well with fans. I mean, yeah, I guess that's fair. Man, I feel like this is a whole another topic. I know well, it is. But, I feel but, like I feel like. I feel like we've run this course. Let's let's save this. Let's put a pin in it. We're going yep. to put a pin in it. We've been going for 2 hours. Okay. We're going to put a pin in it. We're going to come we're going to revisit this topic. Ah man, the pin's so sharp. Ah, yeah. God. Oh. Man. <laughs> um, but we're going to we're going to wrap the show. All right. I if we would have started earlier, we could have kept going. Cause like, like I was telling Jesse last week, I don't mind doing like a super long show as long as the content is, is relevant and kind of, you know, but I feel like we're talking in circles now, you know? So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's good conversation, but yeah, we're, uh, we're coming up with new topics like every two seconds. Yeah. So <laughs> I want to thank everybody for watching. Thank you for coming and joining our live show this Sunday evening. Remember you can catch the show every Tuesday on your podcast service of choice. Please like, subscribe, share, rate, and review wherever you consume the show. Ed, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being on Did vacation. Did you say this was live? We were yeah. on Twitch the entire time? Man, sure I, were. I didn't like accidentally pick my nose, did I? Uh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Shit. Oh, well, it's fine. It's fine. You can edit that in post, right? Nope. I'm going to zoom in, actually. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ed, where can we find you? You guys can find me on Twitter at DevRetrico and check out Nintendo Blah Blah on uh, Wednesdays. Yeah. Jesse, where can we find you? You can find me almost everywhere as Phantom MXS. Stoy. Yes. Where can we find you? Uh, I'm part of the uh, one of my other podcasts is the EXP cast. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the EXP cast. I run those pages, so that's a good place to follow and track me and bug me. <laughs> nice. You can find me at I am Corey in HD on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on Tower Casuals, the Destiny podcast. You can find me showing up on Pal Block sometimes. Uh, I've kind of moved here from there, but I'll still be showing up there once in a while when I'm not crying to sleep. It's fine. <laughs> Bro, you want me to like read you a bedtime story? That'd be you? awesome. Would you do that, please? I'm really <laughs> tired of reading the same eight books to my daughter every night. Okay. You want to hear about the little blue truck that drives through the city and causes accidents? What? 
Yeah, it's it's going back no. to the, it's going back to the library tomorrow. We're gonna get seven new books, so it's fine. Ah, it's fine. <laughs> Anyways, check out all of our content on bossrush.net. Check out our family of shows. Check out our network of shows. Very fun stuff. Website is changing. I'm very excited. Thank God we found a theme that works for everybody. And thank everybody for watching. And until next week, we love you. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. Mm.